Welcome to The Dirt Show brought to you by Napa Auto Parts and today is week four of June Ladies Month here on The Dirt Show and we will be joined by the driver of the 38S Hobby Stock, Brooke Schwabach. We'll also hear from Adam McKee from ARCA, Jesse Olson from Medieval Chassis, and our old friend Speed the Sauce Man from Cookies Barbecue Sauces and Seasonings right after a few words from our sponsors. Does good food get your heart racing? How about food that's prepared to perfection with your favorite sauces and seasonings? Friends, it's Speed the Sauce Man, and I'm here to tell you that if you love full throttle flavor, you're going to love our line of premium barbecue sauces and seasonings. Made with high quality ingredients, you can trust our products to punch up the flavor of your favorite meats, main dishes, and so much more. Get winning recipes and join our sauce squad at cookiesbbq.com. And remember, Smart cookies, use cookies. Hey, Dirt Show listeners. Need some parts for race night? How about that classic project in your shop? Wish there was a specialty auto parts store nearby? Hot Rod Hardware in West Concord is your answer. Radiators, disc brake kits, steering columns, fuel injection systems, air conditioning systems, coil over shocks, and much more. From the street to the track, Hot Rod Hardware has everything to modernize your vehicle and improve its performance. See us at hotrodhardware.com or call 507 527 1020. Hot Rod Hardware. No robots, just real people. Napa know-how. While it may seem hard to believe, your dad could always use more tools. And your local Napa Auto Parts store has incredible deals for dad, like a Craftsman V20 cordless brushless half-inch drill driver kit for just $119. Plus, get a free 14-piece gold oxide drill bit set by mail with purchase. Napa has plenty more Craftsman and Milwaukee tool sets on sale through June 30th, too. Napa, a proud sponsor of The Dirt Show. At participating locations, does not include taxes and fees. Advertised sale price may not be available in some states. When it comes to choosing your next industrial, commercial, residential, or ag electrician, choose Coles Electric, offering pole setting, directional boring, underground trenching, boom truck service, security systems, and much more. If you're a Steel Wasika co-op member, there are excellent incentives for installing a solar array with quick payback and years of reliable service. Planning, design completion, or emergency service, see ColesElectric.com or 507 507- 451-1387. Let me tell you, friends, about our store. It's a great place we call Miners Outdoor. We sell tools to get the job done, and the rest of the store is just plain fun. Chainsaws, mowers, ATVs, our equipment makes your job a breeze. Our service is the best around. We mow the competition down. We fix tools that run on wheels. We even got parts for snowmobiles. You sow it, you grow it, we help you mow it, run it or ride it. We provide it. Miners Outdoor. Major Tough. Highway 218 in Blooming Prairie. If you're in need of a worry-free power lift door, then you'll want to stop and talk with Rod French. Make a statement with a power lift architectural door on your home or cabin. Power lift doors can be retrofitted to fit an existing door opening or designed into your next commercial, agricultural, livestock, or aircraft hangar build. Stylish, functional, and built to last. Power lift doors by French's Manufacturing are made locally in Dodge Center, Minnesota by their experienced craftsmen. Contact Kelly or Rod. Power lift doors by French's Manufacturing. 374-9306. Welcome back to the driver segment here on the Dirt Show, and it is my pleasure today to be joined by the driver of the 38S Hobby Stock, Brooke Schwabach. And Brooke, you grew up in Sargent, Minnesota. We go through there every Saturday night cutting across to Deer Creek Speedway. What are your early childhood memories of growing up in a small town? 
Yeah, so I actually grew up, like you said, in Sargent. We lived out on a hobby farm out in the middle of nowhere, so I absolutely loved it. We always were being creative as kids. I have a twin sister and an older brother, so we were always outside, you know, enjoying the nature and finding stuff to do. I really like the feel of a small-town community. I went to school in Hayfield, so I had a really small class, and everyone knows each other, and you just feel at home. When do you remember seeing your very first race? I believe I was in elementary school, probably fifth or sixth grade, maybe. My brother began racing. I don't remember what year it was or how old I was, but I know I was younger, and when he started to race, I was like, wow, this is pretty cool, and I attended all the races I could, and from then on, I've been a fan. I had your husband, Nick, on the dirt show years and years ago. His driving skills definitely caught my eye in his beautiful number 38 street stock. How did you meet Nick? (laughs) So it's kind of a funny story. So we actually met online through Facebook. One day I got this friend request from him on Facebook, and I was like, okay, who's this guy trying to add me, you know? And I kind of hee-hawed around if I should add him or not, and I was like, okay, well... He's a racer, I'll add him, you know, and so I added him, and we started talking, and ever since then, here we are married. That is a great story, because you two are a perfect fit. Yeah, I never imagined that, you know, I would end up with a racer, and, you know, like you said, we have so much in common, and we enjoy doing a lot of the same activities and hobbies, so it really worked out in the end. You and Nick now live in... Fountain, Minnesota, another small town, and service both race cars out of your two-car garage. And when you have both of them home working on both of them, it is a full house. You truly enjoy small-town living. Yes, we do. It gets kind of crazy around here in the summer with both cars in the garage, but we make do and got to push one out into the driveway. We do that, and it's always fun having people drive by and wave and honk and just when they see the race cars, they get excited, and it makes us feel good because we're like, okay, other people get to see this, and, you know, other people get excited about it, and we always have people ask us, you know, where do you race? And it's fun to get people out into the racing community if they've never seen it before. We always try to have people get introduced to that so that they can experience it. That's incredible. You're creating new race fans in Fountain, Minnesota. Yeah, we definitely try to, you know, when kids walk by or anything, you know, make sure to give them a wave or anything. So we we really enjoy it. Nick and yourself have been married for six years. At what point did the idea of you possibly crawling behind the wheel of a race car and trying it out come up? Okay, so like I said, my brother had raced when I was younger. And I was always like, wow, I'd really like to try that. It never worked out as I was younger. And a couple years ago, Nick had a sponsor offer him a car. And he's like, I'm like, well, what are we going to do with two cars? You know, I'm like, this is kind of crazy. And he goes, well, do you want to race? And I really thought he was joking. I was like, I don't know. And I, we got talking about it. And he's like, no, I'm serious. Do you want to race? And I was like, yeah. That would be fun. Like, I've always wanted to. It's always kind of been a dream of mine. And so he gave me his car that he's he built with some friends, and he hopped in the new one, and 
off we went. The very first time you strapped in to take the car out for hot laps, what do you remember about the moments leading up to it? And what do you remember about being out on a track and rumbling around for the very first time? I was extremely nervous. I remember that first day of my first race. I just felt sick all day long. And I, like, I was excited, but I just had so many emotions. I was super nervous. And I was like, okay, this is really going to happen. So, you know, I strapped in that night and I was like kind of panicking. I was going to take some deep breaths and it's like, go for it. And so I went out there and, you know, racing is obviously not as easy as it looks. And I just went out there and did my best and I had fun. Memories of the very first night as a driver. How did you feel leading up to that night? knowing that you were going to be out there racing as a driver and the whole experience. How did that feel? It was definitely nerve-wracking. As Nick said, like, so I started my first year, I raced at Mississippi Thunder in Fountain City, Wisconsin. And those hobby stock drivers are some of the best. And Nick's like, I just threw you in with a pack of wolves. And at first I was like, yeah, maybe you did. But once I got racing with them, I was like, holy cow, you know, this is, this is intense stuff. I just went out and, you know, I focused on me. I tried to hold my line and just have fun and learn as I went. One of the comforting things had to be you were not the only female in your class at that time. That's right. Yes, I raced against Kaylee and he was always good about coming over to me and talking to me and asking how I was doing. And it was fun to know that I wasn't the only female out there, and she enjoyed it, too. You also mentioned hobby stocks at Mississippi Thunder Speedway. Man, are they fun to watch. Great side-by-side racing for the fans, and you are just flying out there. I can't imagine the rush, how that feels inside the race car. Yeah, it's definitely an experience. It's hard to explain exactly how it feels because you just have so much going your mind and like I always just try to stay really focused on what I was doing and not worry about the people around me and I feel like if you ever get the experience to do it and you want to do it I say go for it and when you say you have to stay focused a lot of times at that track they're running two three sometimes even four wide so a little bobble can cause a big accident for sure. I luckily only ended up in one accident there, and it was just a racing deal. You know, I came around the corner, and there was a pile up there, and it was not fun. But, yeah, you definitely have to just focus on you, and but you also have to look far enough ahead where you know what's happening in front of you. So if something does happen, you're prepared. Deer Creek Speedway, you've also turned some laps at that track. What is the biggest difference between Mississippi Thunder Speedway and Deer Creek Speedway for you as a driver? For me, I really actually struggled at Deer Creek. I had a hard time figuring out the track. I felt like the track had various different, depending on the night, didn't really know how it was going to be. So I had to really learn how I had to drive on different conditions of the track. And I really had a hard time with that. I felt by the end of the year, last year, I finally kind of had a grip on how I needed to drive 
what part of the track I felt most comfortable on. But yeah, I definitely say like the track conditions were the trickiest part for me. During the day, you're a preschool teacher. A while back, you gave all of your kids little dirt show die cast cars so they knew you were a race driver. What impact did that have on your students? I know if I had a teacher back in the day who was a race car driver, that would have been the absolute coolest thing. Yeah, they absolutely loved it. They always asked to see pictures of my race car. And I actually had a student in my class at that time whose dad raced, so we had a pretty cool connection. This not on at the racetrack, but also in the classroom. And the kids just oh, were always talking about it. You know, they ask what we always ask the kids, what are you going to do on your stay home days? And then us teachers would talk about it. And I said, yep, I'm going racing this weekend. And they, they always like, are you going to win? Are you going to win? And it's just super fun to see their reactions and um, comments that they make. Brooke, talking about your childhood, basically it was like me and my brother you went out at sun up and came back long enough to eat lunch and you were out till the sun went down and you are definitely an outdoors person. You have found some incredible hiking spots in the Black Hills and you also enjoy getting outside and deer hunting with Nick. I sure do. Yeah, we went out to the Black Hills a few years ago and we had some people tell us some cool spots to check out and we love going out there. We try to go out there every year. We always do the same hike up to Fire Lookout, and it's quite the hike, but once you get up there, it's a beautiful view. Yeah, and then the off-season, Nick and I keep plugging away with activities we enjoy, and I enjoy taking along with him deer hunting, and it's definitely a fun experience. On your Facebook page, it says, Wife of a Race Driver. That is a statement that has so much meaning because there is so much to that statement. You are a counselor when nights don't go so well. You're a nurse when it's a bad night in the shop, and you get in the kitchen and cook when it's a late night working on the race car. There is so much more to being a racer's wife. There sure is. You know, it's it's never never ending when it's race season. It's race season. We're, it's go time, you know. Our life in the summer revolves around racing, and I wouldn't change it for the world. I love supporting Nick and helping him in any ways I can. I'm still learning, you know. Like I said, I did experience racing as a childhood, but I never got to do the hands-on stuff. So learning and just having him alongside me and not only having me help him, it's helping me learn more. And like you said, being a race wife, it's really a full-time job. It's it's busy, and we are always doing something and making sure that he's comfortable in his car and making sure that there's food on the table that night or whatever it be. You know, we get some late nights in there, but we just make it work. As you said, you are also very hands-on in the shop and very efficient at tire prep. I think everyone wants one of those new tire washers that Nick has. Yeah, he's pretty proud of that thing. I'm, I actually have not yet. To, I haven't used it yet, but I have to laugh every time he grabs that thing out because he's, he's just loves it. Race night is a huge deal for both of you, and you have also created a huge fan following, especially the young girls in the crowd when you pull out on the track. Yeah, I think one of the best things about racing at Deer Creek last year 
was all of the little girls that came down after the races because they wanted to meet a female race car driver. And to me, that was the coolest thing. You know, it just put tears in my eyes. And I, I'm like, girls, if you want to do this, go for it. Like, just because you think there's not very many females out there, it doesn't matter. You can do anything. And I just kind of try to tell them that and encourage them, like, if this is something that if you're interested in it, don't let it stop you. It took me several years to make my dream come true, but here I am and it's fun. You are a prime example of if you can see her, you can be her. Yeah, I definitely try to be a half full kind of person. It gets hard sometimes and I kind of struggled with that when I was on the racetrack because I'm very hard on myself, but I always try to find the positives in the situations and just keep learning from it. This season, you made the decision to take the year off. How tough has that decision been now that you have the need for speed? Yeah, so Nick and I talked about it, and we decided I'd take the year off. And at first, I was kind of bummed out. You know, I'm like, oh, that, that sucks. I'm just starting to get used. You know, I'm really starting to get comfortable in the car, and I really want to make some big strides. And at the beginning of the season, it was weird not being in a car, but I was really enjoying soaking in the time, supporting Nick, watching him, cheering him on. As the year goes on, it's getting harder for me. Actually, Saturday night, I was like, man, I wish I was out there. But I do think eventually I'll probably get back in the car. I'm not sure when it will be, but we're just see where it takes us. Nick just picked up a huge win and was awarded Driver of the Week. That had to feel good for both of you to see him back on top. It was absolutely amazing. He hadn't had a win at Thunder since 2019, so that was a big win for us. Neither of us really expected it that night. We just went out there, and this year, you know, we're like, we're just going to have fun. We're not going to worry about points. You know, we're just going to go out there. We're going to have fun. Whatever happens, happens. And he pulled out on that track and going for the feature, and I'm sitting there all nervous, cheering on, cheering on, and pretty soon he takes the lead, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, you've got to be kidding me. And he wins, and it was just, it was a special night for sure. You just about injured a crew member that night in Victory <laughs> Lane, shoving him out of the side-by-side. Yeah, I'm not allowed to sit in the middle of the side-by-side anymore. My poor brother-in-law, I was telling him to get out of the side-by-side because we were coming up to Victory Lane, and he's like, it's not stopped yet, it's not stopped yet. I'm like, I don't care, get out. And so, yeah, now we have this big joke where I'm not allowed to sit in the middle anymore. <laughs> Who helps you out as far as sponsorship on both of the cars? So sponsors for both of our cars would be um, Sprout Child Care and Early Education Center, Dean Excavating, Gulbrinson Farms, Richard Sanitation, The Dirt Show with You, Schmidt's Bus Service, Bernard Trucking, Windy Ridge Auto Repair and Fabrication, Kelly Printing and Signs, and then my mom and dad were huge supporters of me, and also Nick, my father-in-law, my sister-in-law and brother-in-law, and then also some friends, Wes and Sydney, have been a huge help, and they're always there supporting us. Who helps you get the cars to the track, and who helps out in the shop? So when we both raced in the last few years, my dad would haul my car to Deer Creek, and then we would haul next car to Deer Creek ourselves. So we were super appreciative of that, not having two trucks. We have two trailers, but not two trucks, so my dad was a big help in that way. And in the shop... A lot of times it's Nick and I. Otherwise, his dad also is a huge help, and our brother-in-law Jason comes up and helps as well. So our pit crew 
consists of just Nick, I, my father-in-law, Mark, and also our brother-in-law, Jason. You have a beautiful home in Fountain, Minnesota that you've been remodeling, a great dog, two beautiful race cars. Life doesn't get much better than that. It sure doesn't. We're pretty, we're pretty lucky. Well, I tell you, I've missed you out on a track this season. I hope the decision is to come back soon because it's great seeing both of you racing together, and I appreciate you taking the time to be with us here on The Dirt Show today. My pleasure. Thank you. Wolf and Sons Yard Service has heavy equipment. This is Scott Wolf. Whether you need a basement dug, a building removed, footings for a remodel, an RV, camper, or boat pad, rock, sand, or dirt hauled, or even a driveway or parking lot road graded, call 455-3524. Why should your business choose Foamcraft Packaging? It's vitally important that you select a partner in the packaging business that has capabilities to satisfy your everyday packaging needs with the versatility to take care of those projects that require specialized treatment. Foamcraft is large enough to tackle all your packaging requirements, yet small enough to provide individualized services to ensure quality products. Office and production positions currently available. See foamcraftpackaging.com or call them at 507-455-2893. Hello everyone, this is Chad Weirs, Weirs Machine and Racing Products. One of our questions that we have is our suspension cage bearings. What we recommend is on your rear suspension, you unhook your shocks and four link rods every four to ten races or as often as you can. What you want to do is you'll take the cage and you'll just spin it around the axle tube like that. And what that's going to do then, in a sense, is relocate that internal grease inside of there. If it just sits there and rocks, it's going to get a memory and stay in the same spot. When you can take that cage and spin it to relocate the grease, that just helps the longevity. One part of the question is, can you feel when they go bad? And the answer to that question is yes. When you spin this cage, you will be able to feel if there is glitches in that bearing, you'll be able to feel it going bad. Another part of the question was, how often do you replace them? Well, there is no real set date. We got guys that have run bearings for multiple seasons. It depends on how often you rotate that cage to relocate the grease and how well you take care of your equipment. Check us out online at wearsmachine.com. Aero Race Wheels was established on the conviction that its dedicated staff could provide higher quality wheels designed specifically to endure the tough requirements and conditions of the racing industry. Most importantly, the wheels need to be manufactured and sold, maintaining an affordable price structure. Aero Racing Wheels has become the largest premier steel wheel supplier, and their product line speaks for itself. Upgrade your racing game today at aeroracewheels.com. For over 40 years, winning drivers have relied on VP Racing Fuels to optimize performance. Now get the same benefit with VP Pro-Grade Full Synthetic Oil and High Performance Lubricants. VP's goal was to develop a best-in-class racing oil that offers world-class cutting-edge technology, enhanced durability and wear protection from the street to the track. BP's got you covered with the next generation performance. Get more muscle for your money with Dixie Chopper Lawn Mowers. We've been handcrafting the toughest and fastest zero-turn mowers for over 40 years. Dixie Chopper offers a full line of residential, commercial, and industrial mowers to meet every customer's needs. Visit your local Dixie Chopper dealer today or visit online at DixieChopper.com. Welcome back to our special segment here on The Dirt Show, and I am joined by Adam Mackey from Arca Menards. And Adam, the stars and cars of Arca are going to be back at Elko Speedway Saturday night, June 25th. And we think about the stars that you have brought 
to Minnesota over the years. A few years ago, I had the opportunity up in Burnsville at one of the Menards to interview Zane Smith. Look what he did down at Daytona. I had a chance to talk to Natalie Decker. She's blossomed her career with the new NASCAR incentive program for the females and also Rookie of the Year, Tommy Vi. You are bringing the future of racing right here to our backyard. Yeah, it definitely is. The Arkham Menard Series for years has kind of been that feeder series for the NASCAR Truck Series for the Xfinity Series, for the Cup Series. A lot of the kids that will be racing there this weekend, some of the younger drivers, very good chance that here in a year or so, you're going to see them every weekend on TV. And looking at your schedule, if anybody goes to your website, Track Enterprises, and looks up your schedule for this season, the legendary tracks. You were just at the Milwaukee Mile. Then you're going to be at Elko Speedway with all the history of Elko going way back to the 50s. And then Nashville. I can't imagine being in Nashville and racing at the Nashville Fairgrounds Speedway. Yeah, the Nashville Fairgrounds Speedway and Milwaukee Mile are two racetracks that have so much history and over 100 years old. And Milwaukee Mile, of course, only has a couple of events a year. The Nashville Fairgrounds Speedway has a, several big events during the course of the season. We've got our big SRX race coming up in the middle of July, so we're looking forward to that. But you mentioned the Milwaukee Mile this past weekend. What a great event we had. Big field of cars, over 30 super late models for the Father's Day 100. It was a great show. And then we turn our heads and instantly start working on the next big event, which happens to be at Elko Speedway this weekend with the Arkham and Art Series and three of the regular divisions racing as well. So they get to see the locals compete uh, at 6 o'clock and then the Arkham and Art Series racing later that night. Saturday, June 25th, I know one thing you do well is especially for the kids, is they can get up front and meet these drivers, shake their hand, get a hero card. What all do you have going on at Elko Speedway leading up to the races, and what can fans expect to see on the track? Well, we do the local racing at 6 o'clock. That usually goes between 6 and 7. Then between 7 and 8 o'clock Central Time, we have the ARCA autograph session for the drivers right on the front straightaway. A great chance for the kids, the adults, everybody to go out on the racetrack, see the cars up close, meet the drivers, and just have a good time. That's one of the uh, the highlights for the Elko race each and every year is that hour-long autograph session we have. And then the Arkham Menards 250 comes up at 8.30 and scheduled to take the green Saturday night. And you look forward on your schedule. I'm looking at Saturday, August 20th, Springfield, at the Illinois State Fairgrounds, the USAC Silver Crown, followed by ARCA the next day, and then on to DeCoin September 3rd and 4th with the USAC Silver Crown on Saturday and ARCA on Sunday. Wow, what a historic race schedule. Yeah, and the big mile racetracks that are dirt. We've got two of them right here in Illinois, and those are pretty much the only mile dirt tracks that are still in action. With the Illinois State Fair race, as you mentioned, the 20th and 21st of August, we've got USAC Silver Crown and Arca that weekend. And then, like you said, two weeks later, to Coin State Fair, Southern Illinois. That's a fun one to get to as well. And we race USAC Silver Crown on a Saturday night, and then uh, that's Labor Day weekend, of course. And then Sunday night, we race the 
Arkham and Art series, and those events are just historic. They've been held for a long time. In fact, Bob Sargent, Crack Enterprises owner, he's been putting on those races for over 25 years now, so it's got a, definitely a rich history at Springfield and DuCoin, much like the history of racing it comes to the Milwaukee Mile. Elko Speedway's built kind of a nice history over the years now, and, and big events they have on a part-time schedule that they run, and special events only type deal. So we are involved definitely with a lot of big races. I don't know that any race is bigger than the next one coming up or the previous one we did. We just do so many, and you know, it's a, a great chance to get out and see the races, see the drivers up close. And Elko Speedway, one of the shortest tracks that ARCA competes on, and it makes the racing real exciting. It has been real exciting the past few years, come right down to the checkered flag. What time do the gates open, and how can fans find out more information? Yeah, the grandstand gates will open this coming Saturday, uh, 2 p.m., and then local division practice begins about the same time, then Arkham Menard Series practice at 3.30 in the afternoon. Local division qualifying at 4.30, ARCA qualifying at 5, and then mark this down, local division features at 6, those are always exciting run three features between the hour of 6 and 7, and then 7 o'clock set ARCA autograph session before the races start at 8.30. For tickets, go to Area Menard Stores, and you can save big money on getting your discounted tickets in advance, $20 for a, an adult ticket, so a very good discounted price for the tickets, or you can get them on the Elko Speedway website or the Track Enterprises website. Any of those will work, so you can check it out, trackenterprises.com or elkospeedway.com with all the details. Adam, thanks for all you do, and can't wait to see you in Minnesota on Saturday. Absolutely. Thank you. You've just had an accident. That's where Bob and his staff at Midwest Collision in Fairbow stand out above the rest. Fast, friendly, and knowledgeable advice from the time you step inside their door. One look at their state-of-the-art facility, paint oven, and computer paint matching capabilities, and you'll know you came to the right place. Next time you need collision repair, think Midwest Collision. Located on Highway 60 east of Fairboat, or call 332-2434. Remember, you bend them, we mend them. Fast Shaft Drive Shafts is the number one carbon fiber, steel, chrome molly, and aluminum drive shaft builder for over 90% of the major modified chassis builders. Now, under new ownership, the mission will not change. Providing drive shafts, drive shaft repair, 9-inch forward center sections, slip yokes, rear end yokes, ring and pinions, bearings, spools, gears, shim kits, and more to racers everywhere. Call Fast Shafts today. Made by racers for racers. 800-622-6617. Have you noticed your car is using more oil than it used to? Do you notice a little extra smoke coming out of the tailpipe? This could be caused by normal daily driving of your car. Justice Brothers Oil Treatment reduces exhaust smoke and oil burning due to excessive engine wear. And it helps your engine run smoother, cooler, and quieter. It also helps to restore loss compression and protect against oil oxidation. Help your car and the environment. Try a can of Justice Brothers Oil Treatment today. Check out justicebrothers.com. See our display at Runnings. Whether you're running for the checkered flag, blasting down the strip, or cruising in the boulevard, you want crisp flight response and reliable horsepower. Byers Engine Service offers a full machine shop that can completely machine and rebuild your tractor, race car, or streetcar engine and put some life under your hood. No gimmicks, just horsepower. See buyersengine.com or call 507-282-5586. 
The National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum's newest exhibit is going to be our track tribute to Ascot Speedway and will run from May through September this year. Our track tribute to Ascot Speedway will feature eight of the historically significant race cars that raced during Ascot's heydays of dirt track racing on both the big half-mile track and Ascot's quarter-mile track. Also, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum will feature several racing videos and interviews that took place when Ascot was still in existence. With many of our National Sprint Car Hall of Fame inductees from California and the history of their careers shaped at Ascot Speedway, you can expect to see and learn more about these drivers' accomplishments and Hall of Fame careers at the track tribute to Ascot Speedway this May through September at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum. So if you're a West Coast slide in Sprint Car fan, you won't want to miss our track tribute to Ascot Speedway this May through September at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum in Knoxville. Why choose powder coating over liquid paint finishes? Maximum durability. Extreme Powder Coatings offer a scientific process that uses heat to bake the colorful finish deep into your product. Extreme Powder Coatings can deliver multimedia blasting, impact-resistant epoxy primers, and super durable powder coat applications to meet your needs. Visit ExtremePowderCoating.net for more information. Welcome back to the sponsor segment here on The Dirt Show, and I am joined by Jesse Olson from Medieval Chassis in Mankato. And Jesse, when we met last fall, the discussion was all mod lights. I could see and feel your excitement. How did the mod light idea come about? Well, a couple of years ago, we had seen uh, mod lights in the south-southeast portion of the country, and kind of had a vision of them being the next uh, race car for the Midwest. With how people are nowadays of wanting to be able to have a one-stop shop, we took it under ourselves to bring that project on and started on it. And and through it, during that time, IMCA actually brought in the Northern Stars rules. So that kind of just solidified the choice that we had made, that they too saw Mod Lights as a class that could be a good entry level, good cost-effective class. And, uh, you know, like they say, the rest is history. We've been deep into it here now for almost two years. So you mentioned the south-southeast is a hotbed right now in the United States. How close are these cars currently, and how soon do you think we'll be seeing them in our region? Well, we have some different traveling series that have been around for a couple years. Right now we have Boone Speedway, Stewart, and Vinton that have these cars under the IMCA rules package. I believe it'll be a growing class as people see them and share them the excitement of what they are. It will just progressively get more and more tracks and bring them on. I just had a chance to see the very first car on jack stands, and I would literally clear coat the thing and just leave it just as is. It looks like a piece of art. It's ready for powder coating, and walk us through nose to tail, because looking at all the innovations on that car, it is just beautiful. Well, you know, at the beginning, we just started with a blank sheet of paper. And obviously, with the rules package, we have rules that we have to abide by for certain specifications on the roll cage and suspension and things like that. But within that, my job as a manufacturer and a race car builder is to take advantage of those gray areas, as we all call them, those loopholes. And I looked at it that way of, okay, if this is for me, and this time it's not for me, it was for my wife, Dana, what am I going to do? How would I build it to make the perfect race cars? So we went from the front on the suspension, 
did all of the geometry and just kept working it back to right to the tail. And uh, you know what? I'm I'm going to be pretty proud when when it rolls out and uh, turns that first lap. Jesse, you sound like virtually every driver I've ever talked to. Yeah, that was a gray area. You never specifically stated that in the rules. Yeah, that's that's our job. You know, that's our job as a manufacturer is to look at those areas and how we can. I don't want to say take advantage of the rules, but look at it in a different fashion. You know, that's that's exactly how the evolution of every class has gone. I mean, I can remember 20 years ago when I jumped in a hobby stock and, you know, there wasn't much to them. And compared to now, the evolution of that engineering, the evolution of that trial and error, that's just our jobs. That's what we're meant to do. I know the answer to this question personally but some of the listeners may not. If I'm looking into purchasing a mod light, why should I purchase it from Medieval Chassis? Well, first and foremost, our, our safety and quality of the product. We have machines and the personnel here that can do things that nobody else can, no other manufacturer can, from CNC laser-cut tubes, mandrel bending to the best quality materials, and then on top of that, putting the engineering into it right from a, a blank sheet of paper. That starts it off square. Again, I've always said this about all the products that we produce. Uh, we test it. We verify it. We make sure it works. We don't, <laughs> we don't sell snake oil. That's not what we do. Proven products is uh, where we come from. The great thing about Medieval Chassis once someone purchases any product, the knowledge and tech support comes with everything that goes out your door. And when you wreck something, the new part will fit just as good as the original. Yeah, you know, obviously having a, a good piece of equipment is, is a start. But with how technical this machine is, how technical the classes are, it really does take the support of us as a manufacturer, from my engineer to myself to setting up the cars. Something as simple as a small bar adjustment really makes a difference, and uh, it's just so technical that that's what we're there for, to help with that setup, to help with those changes. We've even created a group online where you can share ideas, share questions just for the medieval guys, and go from there. Plans for seeing Dana out in the new mod light? Yep. As soon as we get this one completed, uh, we're going to be hitting some of the later in the year shows, uh, probably hitting Boone and Marshalltown, Vinton, uh, and in anywhere else we can. We probably also will be putting a, uh, a driver in the car for running the south and doing some testing. Uh, Zane DeVilbus and his brother Shane uh, both have driven Legends and Dwarf cars and mod lights, so... To take advantage of that southern racing, uh, we'll be doing some testing down there as well. Jesse, you are on a personal mission to grow stock car racing in our area, and it definitely shows everywhere I go. Yeah, you know, stock cars have been, you know, my forte, my love since the start. When I started Medieval Chassis, there was a lot of really, really good modified builders, and there still is. I saw the stock cars as a growing class that had a lot of engineering, a lot of technical advancements to it in the future and and I, I think we've helped drive some of those advancements and uh, lead the way in performance and I, I just like watching the stock cars run it's always good side by side clean racing you also made a huge move personally back to grandma and grandpa's farm and that is really cool yeah we uh we had been renting here for a while and uh, trying to find just that right 
spot to put our uh, roots down and just by coincidence I was able to purchase my old family farm by uh, uh, grandpa and grandma from my mother's side and been in there about three weeks now and been enjoying it. Jesse, I look forward to talking to you throughout the season. In October, a complete Modlite roller will be going up for bids on our Big Deals site. We will keep you informed on that as we move closer and also the progress on the Mod Lights when you can get out and see it at a track near you. If they'd like to find out more about the new Mod Light or Medieval Chassis in general, what are the best ways to do that? Well, you can stop in if you're around. Uh, more than welcome to take a tour. Otherwise, all the basics of our website, our Facebook page. Obviously, it's going to be growing here pretty quickly as we get towards the release of our Mod Light program. So stay tuned, and uh, the best is yet to come. It sure is. Thanks for your time, Jesse. Uh, thank you. Whether you're at the work site or the trailhead, you need an ATV that goes above and beyond the expected. With the power and performance to work harder, technology to make every job easier, and a time-tested promise of quality and dependability. When duty calls, you need the 2022 Honda 4Trax lineup. Available now at Trimble Cycle Center in Austin. Then you'll learn how life is better on a Honda ATV. For riders 16 years and older, Honda recommends that ATV riders take a training course and read the owner's manual thoroughly. Trimble Cycle Center in Austin, USA's second oldest Honda dealer. When one of your appliances breaks down, you need help, and you need it fast. Contact Sorensen's Appliance Service. They service the entire Cows listing area. Their employees live in our community and sponsor area racers and softball teams. Sorensen's Appliance Service. People you know that will get your appliances serviced with trained technicians. Contact them today, 256-7766. That's 256 256- 7766. Shevland Enterprises, your locally owned and operated sanitation and recycling service, offers the highest quality garbage removal and trash pickup services at great rates. Commercial, residential, construction, and industrial trash removal and recycling in Owatonna and the surrounding areas in Dodge and Steel Counties. Shevland Enterprises also specializes in roll-offs and dumpster. Contact Chris and his staff today for small town service at a small town price. 528-9900. That's 528-9900. At Lampros, our team of brokers and auctioneers specialize in farmland sales, live land auctions, and online land auctions across the Midwest with total sales of 190,000 acres. At Lampros, you get a team of land professionals going to work for you. We pride ourselves on providing local service and knowledge with national marketing and results. If you're thinking of buying or selling, contact Lampros agent JJ Wise at 641-420-SELL or go to landpros.com. That's L-A-N-D-P-R-O-Z dot com. Partnering with hog and cattle producers throughout the United States, Altenburg Construction has almost 30 years of experience in the slat replacement business. Altenburg Construction also uses a custom wash bay to ensure biosecurity to protect your herd. Whether you need an entire site or a single slat, call the professionals at Altenburg Construction at 888 435 
2210 or see altenburgconstruction.com. Bulldog Coatings specialize in concrete coatings as well as concrete restoration repair. Hi, I'm Todd with Bulldog Coatings. Our coating systems provide a durable finished floor that is both easy to maintain and adds value to your home. The unique patented Bulldog Coatings are not limited to just garage floors. They can be used for interior flooring as well as pool deck, patio, and sidewalk applications. Our systems can be installed in as little as one day and year-round. We are a locally owned family business ready to serve Southern Minnesota. Visit us on Facebook or call us for a free estimate. 837-9773. Let Bulldog protect your floors. Welcome back. And as always, I'm joined by Speed the Sauce Man. And Speed, you have a great recipe for Korean kebabs using your Korean barbecue sauce. And I also have to ask you, how do you get everything done evenly without burning some of it to get the meat cooked? What I do here is I take about two pounds of uh, peeled and cleaned shrimp. I usually leave the tails on and put that in a mixing bowl. And then I add our cookies Korean sauce to it, marinate it. And I like to squeeze probably one or two tablespoons of either lemon or lime juice in with the marinade. Let it sit at least 30 minutes and up to two hours. Let it marinate. And then what I do is and I've got some metal skewers. And if you're using wood ones, why well, you want to soak them for at least a half an hour ahead of time. I always double skewer them. I guess it's just kind of a habit, but put them on the skewer. And, and what I like to do is put a little bit of pineapple and green pepper. You got some yellow pepper. If you like onion, you can put about whatever you want on them. Get your grill up to about medium-high heat and oil the grates real good so the stuff don't stick to it. With shrimp, all you need is about two to three minutes per side until it just starts to get a little bit clear. When they're on the grill there, I brush them a little bit more with some of our Korean barbecue sauce, and uh, I'll tell you what, you take them off of there and you talk about a tasty treat clean. Now, if I do the other protein, and I know the big problem is, you know, some, by the time you get the protein done, everything else is charred. So what I usually do on, like if I'm doing pork, beef, or chicken, I'll just put that alone on the skewers, just meat on the skewers, and then I'll load the other skewers up with whatever I want to put on there, pineapple, again, the red peppers, green peppers, onions, so that you can get the meat cooking first and then just put the vegetables on separate skewers and do them later. Speed the Rib Wagon is also going to be in Sioux Falls July 6th, 7th, and 8th, and a lot of area race fans are heading out to Brandon, South Dakota for the USAC Nationals the 8th, 9th, and 10th so they can stop in and see you. Yeah, we'll be at the Hy-Vee store on Louise Avenue in Sioux Falls, and we'll be in there July 6th. We'll be pulling in there in the morning, and then we'll be serving that evening from 4 to 6 at the Louise Avenue Hy-Vee. And then on the 7th, we'll be there from 11 to 6 on the 7th and 10 to 5 on the 8th. We'll have ribs, and then what we do is we've got pulled pork sandwiches, but we also got tubs of pulled pork that they can buy that each tub will make up about eight sandwiches. And we'll also have barbecued beans there that they can, you know, just take, and all they got to do is throw them in a pan and throw them on their grill and heat them up, and they're good to go. But uh, we'll probably have five, 600 pounds of pulled pork there, as well as, you know, we might be doing a few pork loins. I haven't got that word yet, but I know we'll be doing ribs and pulled pork and beans. So you know, just swing by the Hy-Vee store there on Louise Avenue, and, you know, if you buy too much, I'll be the first to stop you, so feel free to order up. Speed, if they'd like to find out more about cookies, barbecue, sauces, and seasonings, I know you have a great Facebook page and a great website. You can get recipes and follow the rib wagon. The old cookies, bbq.com, and there's recipes, the rib wagon schedule, everything's right on there. So just go to that, and we'll see you on the happy trail someplace. Thanks for being with us. 
Yep, have a good one, Plane. See you, buddy. The USAC Nationals return to Houston Speedway July 8th through the 10th. Fans leaving last year's race said best race of the year and one race you can't miss. Don't miss your chance to see the top USAC midget and 410 non-wing sprint car drivers in the country. Tickets, three-day packages, and camping on sale now at usacnationals.com. Follow at USAC Nationals on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for the latest updates. See you at Brandon, South Dakota, July 8th through the 10th for the 2022 USAC Nationals. Toner's Lake Karting Facility offers dirt oval karting at its finest. Hot laps start at noon on Sundays, followed by great kart racing from rookies to pros. Admission is always free, and pit passes are only five bucks. Come out and enjoy some exciting, safe, and fair kart racing at a well-organized facility. Toner's Lake Karting, located northwest of Wasika in a beautiful rural setting next to Toner's Lake. See tonerslakekarting.org for more details. Welcome to the Dirt Track segment, brought to you by Cookies, Sauces, and Seasonings. Fairmont Raceway was racing last Wednesday night, June 15th, Hall of Fame night in the B-Mods, Jared Baumeister over Cullen Kath in the Hobby Stocks, Gavin Bussinger over Dustin Gulbranson in the Modifieds, Ryan Wettstein over Josh Ruby in the Stock Cars, Luke Sadoff over Derek Green, and in the Tuners, Alan Lahr over Jaden Erickson. We were at Kasuth County Speedway last Thursday night, June 16th, in the Modifieds, Jeremy Mills over Austin Wolf. In the Sport Mods, Alec Fett over Colby Fett. In the Hobby Stocks, Josh Seidels over Mike Smith. In the Sport Compacts, Jade Lang over Lucas Parsons. In the Stock Cars, Kelly Shryock over Chad Palmer. And in the Non-Wing Traditional Sprint Car Series, Jake Kuba over Brian Roach. KRA Speedway in Wilmer was racing last Thursday night, June 16th. In the Pier Stocks, Cody Hatch over Jared Clem. In the Modifieds, Don Ishens over Brady Gertis. In the Midwest Mods, Brandon Merworth over Jake Smith. In the Mod 4s, Tyler Larson over Dean Larson. In the Super Stocks, Dexton Cook over Jacob Knepper. In the Street Stocks, Justin Vogel over Kyle Dykoff. And in the Hornets, Peter Martin over Justin Sklitsky. I-94 Speedway was racing last Friday night, June 17th. In the short trackers, Sean Beto over Zach Court. In the late models, Dave Moss over Ryan Mickelson. In the Midwest Modifieds, Travis Sauer over Brandon Blazek. And in the street stocks, Kyle Dykoff over Ryan Sater. We were at Chateau Speedway last Friday night, June 17th, for Dirt Show Night. In the pier stocks, Andrew Eichens over Michael Wick. In the USRA B Modifieds, Taylor Osrud over Kevin Johnson. In the Modifieds, Keith Foss over A.J. Hoff. In the Hornets, Tanner Chatterton over Sean Poston. In the traditional non-wing sprint car A-Main, Brian Van Meveren over Brad Cunningham. In the Midwest Mods, Tony Bloom over Travis Underdahl. And in the Stock Cars, Joe Schmidt over Chris Adams. Murray County Speedway was also racing last Friday night, June 17th. In the Bombers, Evan Shelter over Zachary Bierman. In the Sport Compacts, Nate Koopman over Jason Bolt. In the Hobby Stocks, Corey Probst over Blake Lunenberg. In the Sport Mods, Matthew Loaf over Braden Ehlers. In the Stock Cars, Jeffrey Larson over Kevin DeBeer. And in the Modifieds, Dan Mink over Josh Bonsetter. Jackson Motorplex was also racing Friday night, June 17th. In the 410 Wing Sprint Car A-Main, Ryan Timms over Caleb Johnson. And in the Race Saver Wing Sprint Cars, Trevor Service over, over Brandon Halverson. The wings were flying again 
Saturday night, June 18th at the Jackson Motorplex in the 25-lap A-Main. Ryan Timms making it two nights in a row over Matt Jewell. And in the UMSS Traditional Sprint Car A-Main, Jake Kuba over Johnny Parsons III. Worthington Speedway was racing Saturday night, June 18th in the Bombers. Evan Stelter over Zachary Bierman in the Hobby Stocks. Jordan Ehlers over Blake Lunenberg in the Modifieds. Cole Bentz over Chris Palsuk in the Sport mods cameron vanderweird over braden ehlers in the sport compacts brooke olsler over jason bolt and in the stock cars jeffrey larson over spencer Kloss. madison speedway in madison minnesota was racing last saturday night june 18th in the pier stocks michael brockman over alex greeninger in the limited late models john kaiser over kurt krantz in the Hornets, Joe Martin over Adam Vanderstein in the Midwest Modifieds, Darren Essinger over Tim Canton in the Modifieds, Brian Hobbin over Tony Canold in the Street Stocks, Mike Jantz over Ross Bierkeset, and in the Super Stocks, Ryan Flatten over Nathan Grell. Arlington Raceway was also racing last Saturday night, June 18th. In the Hobby Stocks, Corey Probst over Scott Porter in the Sport Compacts, Alan Lahr over Nathan Koopman in the Outlaw Hobby Division, Dakota Robinson over Mark Ostrike in the Sport Mods, Matthew Loaf over Jeff Lloyd in the Race Saver Sprint Cars, Trevor Service over Matt Olson in the Stock Cars, Ryan Bierkeset over Kurt Lund and in the Modifieds, Trent Loverud over Kent Wilms. Deer Creek Speedway was racing last Saturday night, June 18th. In the USRA B-Mods, Joe Chisholm over Jackson Hale. In the Modifieds, Aaron Benson over Keith Foss. In the Stock Cars, Kyle Falk over Braden Gear. In the Midwest Modifieds, Caden Kath over Nick Kohler. And in the Street Stocks, Colton Brower over Braden Brower. Viking Speedway was racing last Saturday night, June 18th. In the Midwest Modifieds, Brendan Blazik over Josh Music. In the Modifieds, Brent Hoyam over Trevor Sauer. In the Street Stocks, Ryan Sater over Kyle Dykoff in a Super Stocks. Trevor Sauer over Carter Rents in a Short Trackers. Sean Robinson over Kevin Wall. Ogilvy Raceway was also racing last Saturday night, June 18th in the Micro Wing Sprint Cars. Ryan Erickson over Jeremy Snow in the Midwest Modifieds. Zach Benson over Austin Sybil in a Super Stocks. Dexton Cook over Jeremy Nelson and in the Hornets. John Adderman over Alec Adderman. Knoxville Raceway hosted the Camping World Truck Series last Saturday night, June 18th. In the A-Main, Todd Gillen over Joe Nemechek. Mason City Motor Speedway was running last Sunday night, June 19th. In the Modifieds, Todd Schultz over Kyle Brown. In the Stock Cars, Chance Hollitz over Kelly Shryock. In the B-Mods, Ben Mowdry over Jeremy Grantham. In the Hobby Stocks, Dylan Nelson over Chris Hoovden. In the Tuners, Oliver Monson over Max Heimbunch. And in the Western Iowa Non-Wing Sprint Car Series, Riley Kressel over Cam Schaefer. Hussett Speedway in Brandon, South Dakota was also running last Sunday night, June 19th, in a 410 Wing Sprint Car 25-lap A-Main. Ryan Timms over Aaron Jeniton in the Race Saver Wing Sprint Cars. Brandon Bosma over Jacob Hughes. And in the Late Model Street Stocks, Zach Oliver 
over Colby Claussen. For 50 years, reuse and recycle is not a new concept to us. Miskin Auto Parts has been recycling your old vehicles since the Beatles were still together. Just call us and we'll send one of our friendly drivers right to you and haul away your old retired vehicle. Scrap prices are up, so it's a good time to clean up those unwanted vehicles and get money in your pocket. Give us a call at 507-684-2100 or online at Mizgin.com. Miskin Auto Parts, in God we trust. Hi, this is Harvey West, and you've been listening to The Dirt Show. See you at the races.